Hey, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. So, so I finally watched the last picture show. Yeah, the, the yeah. Because I've been kind of on a Peter Bogdanovich kick after that whole podcast. Thing. Right. And can we talk about how great Cloris Leachman is in that? You know, oh, it's been a long great time, so long since I've seen it, I don't remember her genius, <coughs> but I I seem to remember she, her being pretty great. She's the, the, the coach's wife who has mm-hmm. an affair with Timothy Bottom. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like seeing her in dramatic roles. And it's like, God damn, she's good. I, I love mean, when she, comedians blow you away like that. Yeah, yeah, she's like great as a goofball, like in Young Frankenstein or whatever. Or uh, she's even better in High Anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and it's just, yeah, but yeah, and a blooker, you know. And, <laughs> But yeah, it's just this, 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 this lost woman in the middle of the prairie, you know, and then the most she takes up with this, you know, this 18 year old kid. You know? Yeah. Awesome. Like I said, she, God, she's really good. Yeah. So, that, that movie, the history of that movie is almost more interesting than the movie, but the movie itself was really good. Oh, I know. No, like I said, yeah, it's because I got into an argument with somebody about Bogdanovich because it's like, I kind of agree with he's you. an ass hat. He's a, he's a, a philandering narcissistic mm-hmm. douchebag, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. But then again... Some of the greatest films ever made have been made by philandering narcissists. Okay, so, so, so to that end, you listened to that whole podcast. Yes. What did you make of that bit with him and uh, Ford, where he, where Ford wouldn't give him a question, and it was like Polly's idea to like, oh, just run that. That's the interview to yep. show he's a yep. narcissistic, narcissistic douchebag. He's a curmudgeon, basically. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I actually watched that documentary too, and yeah, and. Um, and yeah, it's just that's just the way it is. I know. And, uh, but yeah, and it's like he's a hell of a filmmaker, but he's still a douchebag. He's still a douchebag. <laughs> and speaking of that, welcome to the Atomic Way to Cheese. <laughs> real life is called cinema. Cult cinema is frequently real life. I'm Mike. And I'm Steph. And I really miss going to the movies. I know, man. It's no fun. I don't. I miss going to the movies. Yeah. I, I miss I, going to the Alamo. I don't yeah. miss the AMC. Well, yeah, or the beloved Stadium Seven. <laughs> You think with all this spare time, maybe they could go in and clean it up a little bit. You know what? It's open. You could go I see could go. tonight. I could go. There's there, one of the one of the theaters is open in Central City too, and they're still playing New Mutants. No, uh, and it's like, have you, you know, seen it yet? No, and it's like either. you know, <laughs> there's gonna be no one else. In no the one theater. else is gonna be there because it's been there forever. So it's like. Eh. <laughs> I'll go see New Mutants with you, buddy. That's, but that's my team. Uh, are are you ready for a transition? Are you freaking ready for this? Here it goes. Hey, <laughs> I hear New Mutants is kind of more of a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I hear. Anyway. Something about a demon bear. But yeah, yeah I'm all for I remember it. that story. But, yeah. but anyway, so our, the topic of our podcast today, Chad is in the middle of something very interesting. Chad is doing something hard. Chad is uh, <laughs> has challenged himself. Yeah. To do something called hubris ween. Yeah. Well, didn't I retire? <laughs> yeah, I thought so. We did like two podcasts on it. Right. Right. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, but um, yeah, uh, this <laughs> you is, did yeah. retire. <laughs> just sorry. No, just brain fart. Um, long and the short of it, this is all COVID's fault. Okay. All right. Because uh, you know, I retired. I was having a ball watching films, just for the sheer enjoyment of it. Yeah. And COVID hits, we all go into our self-isolation and, you know, March goes into May and April and I start ordering stuff. Not in that order. I I start start ordering ordering stuff online. Right. And buying like old comic books. And at the end of the day, I check my credit card statements and see how much I've been spending. And it's Uh like, listen, idiot, 
You need to find something else to do. <laughs> this is everybody. In this town, is everybody you know, at this yeah, point. Yeah. So, so it's like, it, and then it kind of dovetails in a friend of mine because she like binds her own books and she goes, "Well, let's why don't you take some of your reviews and we could bind them into a book?" Awesome! Oh, great idea. That'd be kind of a great idea. And I thought, well, what do I start with? And it's like, because <laughs> you know, how do you how do you mix and match them or whatever? Yeah. And I thought, okay, I'll start with my Elvis Presley reviews because cool. that'll be easy to to coordinate. And I started digging into that and was kind of having fun. And then it got to, because like taking them off the old, old, old website. And it's like, Jesus, learn to write, you know, <laughs> you're reading these old ones, you know. And you know, basically just tore it apart, started over, got done with that. And it's like, you know, why don't you start taking all these old reviews off the website and then kind of going through and putting some spit and polish to them. And so that kind of started it. And I got like six of them done, then ten of them done, and then like thirteen done. And then I thought, you know, well, Halloween's coming, or October's coming. <laughs> just group. when you, you thought you just, were just out, just when I thought it was out, it's like, <laughs> why don't you, why don't you post them and let people reread them? <laughs> and so, yeah, for those who don't know, Hubris Ween is something. Yes, been, what is Hubris Ween? Yeah, this has been going on. Oh, geez, like six or seven years now, I think, maybe longer. I'm not sure. It started out. Uh, uh, Tim Lanier, our good friend. Uh, it was one of his fiasco things. brothers, the, the fiasco, fiasco family. The fiasco yeah, family. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, They've okay. got a snazzy new theme song, by the way. Their theme song is awesome. Man. Okay, no, ahead. I haven't. I've not heard that yet. And so, um, so he started it, and it was one of these things where, it, like, take it at face value, where you basically take one day in, in October, watch a film, write a review, post it each day for the like. And the and the thing is, you got to do it alphabetically. So you got to pick a movie that starts with A, then B, then C, then D, etc., etc., etc. Tim did that one year. And then the next year, he was going to do it again, and he sort of sent out feelers. Does anybody else want to join him to do this? And I said, yeah, that sounds like fun. And I was going to do it, but that was the year my gallbladder tried to kill me. Yeah. And so I had to bow out that year. But then the next year, I came back and did it, and and did did it normally, like, you know, one film, one day, write it. And, right. And it's like, okay, nope, we're not doing that again, but this was fun. I'd like to do it again, but I'm going to start writing reviews back in September <laughs> to kind of lead into it. And so I think this is the this is the eighth one and it's like the sixth one I participated in this year. Awesome. And so yeah, so so they've made six horror films that start with V or start with Y and start like with I said, w? you get you get certain you're allowed to cheat. Because okay, there are some yeah. letters because like you run out of X's real quick. Yeah. Well no, because you've got like I could think of three or four horror movies to start with that they're like called x right you know, but x it's, it's whatever yeah. yeah but it's one of these things too and it's like you know when we did this or it was like four or five people doing it and it's like oh they're doing that well i don't want to do that too right, you don't right, want to right. step on anybody's toes or already reviewed it mm. and so you didn't you okay didn't do so it. you run out of x's right because right. like last year for x i think i did 2000 maniacs you know because it's like i didn't i was <laughs> I don't know. Like, and I don't want to I don't want to do extra too. So it's like no. <laughs> so so we're subbing in. I think this year too, I think I subbed in for X again. Because I'm gonna I'm speaking of Bogdanovich, I'm on a Bogdanovich kick, so I'm doing targets. Oh yep. Yep. By way of the terror. So that's sort of a two for one. My favorite so, Bogdanovich movie. So yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. That's the best film he's ever made as far as I'm concerned. But. Me too. So, so yeah, so this, I started, it uh, basically came to the decision in August that, yeah, we're going to do this, kind of kept it under my hat and then sort of sprung it on everybody on October 1st. Okay. So, so what have you, so what are you up to right now? Let's uh, we, frame today, where we are. Yeah. Today we posted the age review, which was House on Bear Mountain. 
which was uh, a new cutie from the 60s oh, where uh, the, the Hayes Code was starting to break apart and, and you could start showing boobies. Uh-huh. Boobies and butts on screens, but no no frontals yet. And, uh, yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's naked ladies walking around on screen. <laughs> Not much almost, plot. Right, no plot. And then the monsters show up, you know, and it's just... <laughs> And, and chase them around like yeah, Benny Hill. And that was yeah. like this drunken Halloween jamboree party at the end, and they spiked the punch, and the Frankenstein's monster's drunk, and Dracula's uh-huh. trying to bite people, and the pet werewolf is running the still. It's a, it's a thing. And uh, but yeah, so we're up to H. Okay, so so run. Um, so let let's go back. Okay. So when you started it off, what is most challenging about this writing thing? Is it going through and picking the movies? Is it sticking to a review a day? Is uh, it? The, doing stuff that no one else has done what is to me it's like finding an angle yeah that's the hardest thing to do find something uh find an angle that you might not think about you know um because like i was trying to find like uh, say for the letter d and i picked uh an old made for tv movie called the death of ocean view park okay and i you know, it's like okay so what can i say about this and it's like well let's talk about the park where the where the thing was shot and you kind of dig into it, and it's like this is a real park. It's the Mills, the, the uh, Ocean View Amusement Park, founded in the late 1800s. It's by Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got destroyed by a hurricane once. It almost burned down twice, and then um, in the 1970s, Bush Gardens opened up, and so it's like, okay, we're done, and they're going to shut down. And then suddenly, like two different production companies say, we want to shoot movies at your park. <laughs> And the one that said, you know what, our on our plot, it all blows up at the end. And so we'll take care of the demolition and the clearing. And it's like, sold. So you're going to shoot your movie. <laughs> the movie's terrible, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of getting this impression. <laughs> the, yeah, the movie was pretty awful. And uh, it was one of these things. It's like, I think it tried to be a disaster movie and realized this wasn't working. So we're going we so to throw in some supernatural spooky shenanigans in there, too. <laughs> maybe some naked ladies chasing a drunk friend. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> not quite. You know, we got standards and practices and stuff, even in the 70s. But uh, so, yeah. yeah, nope. Okay. So is there any one that you've come up like you've been doing this how many years? Sorry, this is your this fifth is my year? sixth year. Sixth year. Mm-hmm. Is there any one that you're particularly proud of that you've come up with? Like, aha, no one thought of this yet, and you came in and nailed it. Oh, oh, geez. Um, I got a lot of feedback on one I did a few years ago on the town that dreaded sundown. Oh, that that movie is a thing. And yeah. uh, I got a really good one because I was able to intertwine it big time with like the actual true crime case that happened that inspired it. Uh-huh. And uh, Charles Pierce, guy from Texarkana, who made that. He made. I'm doing Legend of Boggy Creek this year, actually, which is another fun one. How he wound up making that movie is a story and a half, but you're gonna have to wait to read it. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, and because uh, loose with the facts, told the story, but you know, it's you, you get the gist of it. Mm-hmm. You know what he what he tried to do, and you know what really happened. And again, it's it was unsolved. They they think they got the guy, but could still be out there you know you don't know right. so that one turned out really well i was really proud of that one and i got i think i got a couple really good ones this year too that are cool. coming up and so so yeah so stay tuned and keep reading absolutely so okay do they all have to be horror movies uh not necessarily they just kind of have to have a dark kind of cult movie thing to kind of a dark movie or a cult movie cult movies are good i know a couple years ago like i was stuck on trying to find something that began with you and I did Ilzana's Raid, which is a Western. Oh. 
and uh, but it's kind of like a Vietnam allegory. And so you kind of get into the horror of that a little bit and how it's just this cycle of, uh, of you know, these outbreaks of violence, putative action. Mm-hmm. You know, you're lost in this, this, this harsh environment. You can't find who's the real enemy. You can't find them. And it, like I said, it's just a cycle. It just keeps repeating over and over and it doesn't go anywhere. And it's like, well, if that's not a horror movie, what is? Yeah. You know, and so you, you kind of you play loose with it a little bit. And so. Okay. So do you start early? Do you start in June or do you, is the goal to like, I need to write a review today? Mm-hmm. Well, they like said, yeah, the first time we did it, it was like, it was like a day and I tend to write long. Right. And so, you know, when I first did it, it's like short reviews. It's like, this is what happened. This, is, this sucked. You know, the end, that kind of thing. And then they cut, and then they, this is just one of those things, gradual things that keep getting longer and longer and longer. And it's like, well, you can't do this. You can't get this turned around in 24 hours. And so, Usually I start around, you know, the middle of August mm-hmm. to kind of get a run up to it. I started a little early this year because I was, like I said, I just need something You're to retired, do. You're retired, yeah. And so I just, yeah, it needed something to do besides spending money. <laughs> and so it kind of started then, but then I wasn't, I w- that wasn't the plan to do this, but then it just kind of, it's like you're halfway there. Yeah. And so, and then some of the letters proved elusive. So I, this round, it's like half of them are rehash stuff and then the other half is new so what are what are the letters that you dread like are there any is it like uh, c I, or is i there... dread i dread z z because okay. i'm on a i am going through the zombie movies uh you know and the thing is that the problem with the zombie movies is they start out really good zombie mm-hmm. was great zombies yes. or zombie zombie there's a Ful- whole thing what's that guy's name fulucci fulci fulci because so, yeah like zombie is really zomb- eye, zombie is thing, really yeah. zombie 2 and then and then it, from there it just goes off a cliff to <laughs> zombie 3 and this year i'm on zombie 5 mm-hmm. and it's like oh jesus i don't know so I it's kind of want... like that seagull movie we watched right yeah yeah like i said there's a very precipitous precipitous cliff to fall over and so <laughs> there's that and uh and there's one of these. There's there's a few other ones. It's like, boy, this seemed like a good idea at the time, and <laughs> um, and then you get into it, and then or and then you kind of just keep falling into rabbit holes, and you just keep keep going and going and going, and you keep going on all these asides, and it's like no one cares. I don't care. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep typing, you know. And uh, so there you go. Like I said, that's that's the trick. You got to find something to uh, to latch on to. And kind of talk about that. And do it in bulk. That would be the hard part. Right. <laughs> right. And try not to start repeating. Stop. Don't repeat yourself. Okay. You know, so you, you try to kind of spread it out a little bit. Because I know, like, I think this year, it's like this wasn't planned, but it's like there's three films in three that were shot in 3D. Uh, there's two <laughs> Boris Karloff movies. Yeah, I was going to ask if like, themes develop, right? I got like, yeah, yeah. I got like four slasher movies, uh, two zombie movies. And you know, you just kind of try to spread it out because I know, like last year, and it was that was a mistake. Last year, I had three films that were like ghost stories about a female going up against an evil entity, and so that was basically the same movie three times. Oh, you know, geez. and so it's like, uh, they're, but they're different, and actually, all three of them are really good, but still, it's essentially the same thing. Essentially the same thing. And so you got to be careful not to say, you know cover the same ground so yeah. you, you gotta find you gotta find some different angles to it so. So, so what makes a good hubris ween 
movie it's like when you're in the middle of it which ones do you know are going to be good are they like oh this is interesting i have something to say about it or is it like this piece of shit you know it's like usually, is that more fun yeah usually like you you start it's like okay i need this letter uh you, you kind of you google it online it's like horror films that begin with h or science fiction films that yeah. begin with h you kind of go through the list it's like oh i've seen that that was pretty good write that down I haven't seen that could be interesting write that down and then it's, you can't say it, it's just like going to the Wikipedia page and just kind of looking and seeing, like, get into the production history of it and see if there's anything there. Or pick it up on something and it's like, okay, this happened during this time. Yeah, I can talk about that. Uh, and yeah. we, can, we can dovetail dovetail into something and then, you know, kind of bring it all back together. Well, I can see why you can't get it turned around in 24 hours. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And so, because so like I said, that's just line. the way I write. I write long. Yeah. And so it's like long form reviews, and again, that's a that's a to me that's a dying art form. People don't people don't do that anymore. No. So how many people are participating in this? Uh, j- just me. I mean, it, it just sort of it. it um, you outlasted them all. <laughs> no, Tim. Tim and Sean are still doing it, but they're cheating because they're doing it on their podcast. Aww. Sorry, fellas, it's true. And so, that, <sighs> so yeah, so they're still they're still doing it. And um, is that but, yeah. beef I smell? Beef, right? Beef, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I think. I think it maxed out like with five people one year and we did it for a couple of years but then it just sort of fell off still it's herculean yeah. just yeah. The, the idea that you're gonna throw probably what's gonna be what fifty thousand words at the end of the day i don't know the thing is too and it's like because i'm i'm very obsessive in like capturing like video vid caps too right right and at the end of the day so far i've counted up but i'm still not done i've still got seven films to do that for <laughs> There's like over 5,000 vid caps already. Oh, no. 5,000. That's so many vid caps. That's so many <laughs> vid caps. And, but it's just like, and you're, and you're trying to find art for it. And then when you're writing, it's like, you're going to have to find more art. And it's like, stop typing. But it's like, this is cool. You know, keep going. Oh, God. Imagine like... if you wanted to include gifts oh, geez, <laughs> and no, made them. No, no. <laughs> that's, that's above my pay grade. So, <laughs> like, we, we try to keep it as simple as possible. I don't know. Nate, oh, yeah. Drunk Frankenstein chasing around a topless girl. Right. I'd make it right. So, yeah, so, it's one of these things, too. And it's like, I was, I was joked. It's like I put so much visual stuff into it so because it's like trying to distract people from the spelling errors and the grammatical oh, grammar, sure, yeah, yeah. the grammar atrocities. And it's like, I think the writing's pretty good, but at least you got some pretty pictures to look at, you know? <laughs> and so, like and, and you have to treat it like uh, you got to write it for as if someone's never seen it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so you're introducing so, them to right, it. Right. You're introducing people to it. And um, and so, yeah. <coughs> but yeah. There's so much to think about just for this complete project that was made up by Tim. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, right. Do you, can, to that end, Steph, that's a good question. Why did he call it hubris weed? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I know like, those words. I know what hubris means. That's that's a, like I said. That's a question for. T- I don't, I think it was just maybe the, that first time challenge of doing that, because I did it and it ain't easy, and it sucked. And so, you suppose he'd answer the phone. Probably. All right, let's try it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so, no, I wouldn't say it sucked, but it's hard. Let's put it that way. And it's like I, it's like I don't want to do. I want to do this, but I'm not going to do it that way anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like we went to B Fest and we drove there and drove back and we oh, realized that was the dumbest thing we've ever done. Yeah, we realized, you know, there's a smarter way to do this. <laughs> and it's not just there's a smarter way. There's a way that's going to get you killed less. Right. Right. And not get lost. So. All right. If he doesn't answer, that's fine. This will, we'll leave it in. Okay. This is, this is fun. <laughs>
Maybe he's on the treadmill. It's hard Could to be. say. Oh, yes, by that time of night. Yeah, probably. It's oh, it's not going to work. It was such oh, a brilliant idea. No. Why is Mike calling me right hey, now? Hey, Tim, this is Mike Bakov, and how are you? Doing all right. Good. How about yourself? Good. We're recording a, a podcast right now, and we want to know why you called it Hubris Ween. Because I came up with it the first time I was going to do it, about three days before Review A had to go live, so I basically <laughs> had to write 26 reviews in 26 days. Right. And just the sheer hubris of doing that. Yeah, I didn't name it that because I thought I was going to be able to get all the way through it. <laughs> <laughs> and here, Chad, Chad is, uh, uh, what, six years? Six years for me. Which, you yeah, know, I think uh, I, there was a, well, let's see, Sean and I have done three, and I think I did three on the blog. So I did skip one year where I was just looking at it like, well, if I start this month and stockpile a few reviews, and then never actually did that. <laughs> so I'm, I was staring down the barrel of, I'm going to have to write 26 of these things again. I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, you can't we, that was part of the conversation is you can't turn them around in 24 hours. Right. You know, it's not that sort of thing. Actually... <laughs> I don't think it was some of my best writing, but it was certainly writing. And, there you go. and that's the point, right? It, it's not about, uh, it's about quantity at some point. No. Yeah, yeah. And just the, I didn't see anybody else doing an alphabetical list. So I just sort of thought, well, there's 28 days or 29 days till Halloween. I have a lot of movies. <laughs> I could go A through Z, I bet. How many letters in the alphabet? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. As it turns out, I mean, it's, you know, you you guys both have all the B-Fest CDs, so you know that I like categorizing things <laughs> and putting stuff in order and all that. Uh, that... It just, it just was something I did. I wasn't planning to do it again. And then uh, I want to say Gavin Smith, Freeman Williams, and Chad yep. all kind of messaged me on Facebook going, do you have any tips for hubris wings? <laughs> and the first tip was don't do hubris wings. <laughs> but, but they wanted to. Like, it was, a, it was something I originated that other people actually wanted to do. Yeah. Well, not just and I curse your name when I get to the letter J every year, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, J is surprisingly tough. Q, I mean, all the Quatermass movies plus A Quiet Place and The Quiet Ones means you don't run out completely. O surprised me. I think there might be fewer horror movies that start with O than start with J. Right. I'm just stuck with the Zs. I'm on Zombie 5, and I'm about done with the zombie movies. I know that much. So. And well, not... you could always go with Zontar, the thing from Venus, there which you might be screaming for a Bruno Matai movie. <laughs> <laughs> and not to spoil the podcast, but you're actually saving Chad money by giving him something to focus on that's not spending money. <laughs> well, uh, by federal law, I am required to say City of Villains is free. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to cut you off. <laughs> Do you have any other questions or anything? I don't know, Chad. Do you have any other questions about the origins of Hubris Ring? 
<laughs> Other than somewhere in there, I, I think there's like a Huber Sween group on Facebook where I wrote up the guidelines, and I think one of the rules just goes like seven. Fucking J and O, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think cheating is part of the charm of it. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, uh, we, we, let me try that again. You're probably taping. Edit this part out. That's <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> uh, part of it was that, you, you know, you, there just might not be something you have access to for some of those letters. So we instituted the blank tile rule, which is that you could repeat the letter before or after it. Uh, Y is another one where there aren't a ton of movies that start with that. So, you know, do an extra Z or an extra X. X is a very science fictional letter. Yeah. It can show up a lot. It's also a whole rating system if you wanted to go that route. (laughs) I'm not going to do that, you know. No, no, no. We went into a whole semiotic thing of what is really the first letter of the movie. <laughs> uh, See, this is the sort of granular detail I want. <laughs> right, right. We're, we're every, people were saying, like, well, what about numbers? Does that mean it starts as if you were spelling it out? And I just sort of said, if it's a digit, it's a blank tile for anything. <laughs> that uh, is... And can I, can I give you an exclusive? Yes. Uh, usually around October 5th, Sean and I start trying to compile the list for the next year because that's how we roll. Uh, It looks like we're doing 28 days later and 28 weeks later for D and W where we're just ignoring the digits and going with the first letter of the title. (laughs) That's very good, and I also like those movies very much. Well, every year I say... Yeah, I mean, it, it helps if it's something you can talk about without hating on it. Yeah. Um, what we're saying, Chad? It also, no, I was going to say, it's like every year I say, I'm not going to do this anymore, and then yeah, here I am. So, <laughs> it's I, addictive. I it's madness. Chad. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the other thing that Sean and I discovered is that uh, with a little bit of cooperation from the movie titles, you can do a movie and its sequel in the same hubris ween. <laughs> oh, that, that's yeah, Return to anything that started you know, with A through through Q and you can do both or uh, I think last year we did Blackula and Scream Blackula Scream <laughs> uh, you know Count Yorga and Return of Count Yorga where where it's just the sort of thing where it's like hey look these guys again <laughs> that that would be an awesome review like if you went you know 1500 2000 words per review and then do a sequel to just say hey look these guys again that's it <laughs> I have nothing hey, more to say. It on the day it was supposed to be published. What more do you want? <laughs> exactly. No, I like it when you get like, you've written like 10,000 words and you haven't talked about the movie yet. That's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I was very guilty of that. And uh, more than one person has said that the Checkpoint Telstar reviews are way more about describing the movie than criti- critiquing it. Sure. Of which I am totally guilty. Sure. Uh, but it, for the, the minisodes on the podcast, or actually the microsodes on the podcast, it just it's really cool to just be able to talk for a few minutes about something, try to articulate why you liked it or, or what didn't work for you. Uh, another spoiler, uh, this year's Q is a movie neither Sean nor I had seen, and as it turned out, liked. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. 
<laughs> so that happened. Well, I imagine picture. when you're when you're in a box like that, you have to be pretty creative, you know, both in terms of of like picking a movie and then picking one that you're not going to throw across the room and go, oh my God, I'm wasting my life. What am I doing? <laughs> You know, this was a oh, terrible mistake. If I was mistake. going to do that, it would have been long, long ago. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, it's I... not—it's not about the quality of the life you're wasting; it's the quantity. <laughs> sure. You know, I don't disagree with that. All right, so thank you for the explanation, Tim. We all feel a lot better. <laughs> Am I to assume that you're doing some sort of hubris weenish thing for the podcast? Indeed. Chad's back. He's out of retirement, baby. <laughs> Temporarily. Well, because it was my idea, you both owe me 13 cents. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> just try to collect it. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Oh, you're very welcome. Always a pleasure. See you, Tim. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so more, there you go. So that's where Hubris Ween came from. Everything you were, uh, everyone to know about Hubris, hubris Ween, but we're afraid to ask. Hubris, right? hubris, 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 hubris Ween. Hubris Ween. Hubris Ween. It's kind of like my friend who says, <laughs> the words judicial system make you sound drunk, which makes it unfair. <laughs> Judicial system. <coughs> is it Hubris ween. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts, Chad? Anything? Uh, uh, I got, other other I than got, tell people where to find your reviews. Yeah, I, got, I got two more reviews to write yet, and I got a shit ton of caps to get. Yet, <laughs> we're getting there. And uh, we're done through R. <laughs> and I still got to write you, and I still got to watch Zombie 5. Oh, uh, right. Zombie 5. It'll yeah. be great. It'll be great. Killing birds. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Robert Vaughn, why are you with this movie? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So. All right. Well, that's our prime. And real quick, where can people see it? Microbrewedreviews.blogspot.com. Cool. All right. Well, we will be back after the guitar noise with some recommendations. And, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Did you know that I watched Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler's new movie? Because my sister, her in, is in it for a split second. And then that's it. And I watched the whole movie for that split second. Son of a bitch. Correct me if I'm wrong. Bruce Campbell's in this movie. I was about to say, Hubie Halloween, like, had... It, it looks like a very delicious apple pie with someone took a shit in the middle of. And that shit is Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> that dude just don't yeah. care. He just don't I, care. Doing his stupid baby voice. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. There's no. a closer for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my recommendation. Yeah. No, that's no. good. That's good. 
All right, we're back. So now we're going to run in a few quick recommendations, things we've been watching, paying attention to these last two week period. Who wants to go first? Steph, you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I've been watching a lot of things <laughs> because I don't have a job. Yeah. And um, I like to put things on in the background while I'm, you know, perusing LinkedIn and Indeed and all that bullshit. Yeah. So um, I lately it's been a parade of crime shows true Ooh. true crime shows um i just had a picture of an actual parade with people holding knives <laughs> and da, 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 da. i murdered my wife and kids true crime here's my rope <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm sorry um the, the first one I stumbled on was um i was actually looking for historical documentaries and came across this one about um a lot of true crime in australia and that appealed to me so I watched that. I imagine Australian true crime is crazy. It's bananas. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And then I talked in an accent for a week and a half after I finished that show because I didn't do that. And um, and that's moved on to other crime shows set in other countries that are not the United States. So, like, there's one set in Sweden. There's one set in Canada. There's one set in, I think, Norway. So, I don't know. Anyway. There's Canada. Canada. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, Canada. Okay. <laughs> I like to say Canada. It rolls right. off the tongue nicely. Got it. Home and native land. <laughs> um, anyway, so. Legalize it. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it started off with um, historical documentaries. Oh, I know what it was. It was historical documentaries, Jack the Ripper, and then I was off. <laughs> so that was the progression of it. So. Um, Amazon Prime has quite the selection of true crime. If you need something on in the background while you're searching for a job, cool. I highly recommend it. Are you fantasizing about murdering people? But anyway, yes. No, my, what? Select my, few. Who said that? My wife watched that American Murder one. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad. About it. Sounds pretty terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I wish I hadn't watched it actually. Let's take kids and throw them in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, do you want me to go next, Jed? Sure. All right. I've got two halves of recommendations that I'm okay. hoping add up to a whole. <laughs> okay. First half is against my better judgment, good taste, and uh, morals and ethics. I'm watching season two of The Boys. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it's, I, I have the same problem. How did I, how did I frame it the other day? Um, you know, okay. You know, the Halloween reboot that they did, uh, that, um, the, the latest one in 2018. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you could tell the lines written by uh, Danny McBride. Sure. Right? Okay. That's the boys with Seth Rogen and Nevin Goldberg. Because they're writers on it. And every now and then something incredibly stupid happens. And it's like, I know exactly where that came <laughs> from. You know? Um, so in season two, I'm going to spoil... Season two, episode two. I'm going to spoil about three minutes worth of it. Because aside from the gratuitous gore and the constant swearing... And the worthless nudity and the kind and the storytelling, you know, and the, the juvenile nature, sure. the whole endeavor. Yeah. Every now and then it does something juvenile enough to make me laugh. And here, here, <laughs> sure. here is the, my recommendation is you've got the Aquaman analog. OK, right. He's got gills along the side of his, his chest or like his stomach. Right. And he's being courted by a Scientology group, but he's too selfish to engage in self-examination so they give him acid you following so sure. aquaman's on acid 
okay, sitting on a, locked in a room by Scientologists on acid. And he has a conversation with his gills, which starts off a little weird, but then you realize the, bill, the gills are voiced by Seth Rogen, and you're like, okay, that's funny. And then they sing a duet. And I'm like, okay, that's funny. And then the duet is, you are so beautiful to me. And I'm like, God, you got me. Okay, fine, I'm laughing. This is dumb as hell, but I'm laughing. <laughs> Because Seth Rogen can't sing, which means the gills can't sing. Which right. means it's just, I, I don't recommend you get the jug them. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't recommend the boys, but oh my God, that was funny. <laughs> I know. I mean, that should be my wheelhouse, but it's like, no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So. And then the other thing I want to partially recommend is I, uh, I finished a draft of a book not that long ago. And I had a playlist that I realize is like a, uh, a crossover episode. So I set this, this novel I was writing... Uh, partially in the 60s so i picked picked a bunch of rockability songs and made a, a, a playlist on spotify that whenever i started listening to that playlist i would write this particular story right and then i realized a lot of this rockabilly stuff they're all friends and they sing on each other's albums so it's like hey that guy from uh, demented or go he sang on a rockabilly or on a rockabilly explosion record and it's like you go through all this and it's like it, that was just kind of cool so it's like i fell down a musical niche where all the things kind of link together and it's like Oh, the reason she can't sing that line is because she's, you know, actually Dutch. And this is amazing, you know, and then, <laughs> then you do the research and it's like, oh, I, I now know more than I ever wanted to know about my Spotify playlist. But man, that was fun. Anyway, yeah. so those are my rambling, rambling recommendations. Sure. I love Rockabilly. Yeah. yeah. That was same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the horror pops. Oh, man, that's fun. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Noted. Go. Okay. Well, I finally broke down and uh, started watching The Expanse again. I had seen the first season a while ago and I wanted to get back into it because I remembered enjoying it. And I thought, well, you better watch the first season again because I don't remember what happened. And I'm watching it and it's like, you know, I remember the show being good, but I don't remember it being this good. That show is fantastic. If you haven't watched it yet, it is like some hard sci-fi. It's very dense. I uh, tried. I tried, but it was too dense. It's like, it is very dense. Can you give me a thumbnail? It's what like, it's okay, it's in the future, uh, colonized Mars, but now Mars is independent. Uh, there's sort of a cold war between Mars and Earth, but there's also another factor out there, the belters who work the asteroid belts and get ice from the rings of Saturn, and they're trying to get their own independence. So there's a lot of political intrigue going up, and then huh. inside that, we're wrapped up in a mystery. There's some slight spoilers here, but the show is how old? Someone found some kind of alien DNA and a certain party is trying to weaponize it to sell to either side. So all sides are trying to get their hands on this stew stuff. Meantime, there's this crew of, uh, of a mixed bag aboard a ship who are trying to go around the galaxy and put out fires. <laughs> and it's just, it's real, but it's very dense. And you know, like I said, and then it's not very linear sometimes. So it's kind of unreliable because you're watching something and you realize, oh, this happened like 20 years ago. You know, as opposed to what's oh. happening, and so but you're kind of, it, oh. kind of, it kind of explains what you're seeing now. Yeah, that happened to me with The Witcher. It was okay. so all over the place. Right, and so like I said it's it's very dense. It requires for you to pay attention. Yeah, which so I not really a background need. noise. Show. Yeah, right. And so like I said, no, I dig it. And if it's one of these things, and it's like, yeah, if people who are disappointed with the Star Trek, the new Star Trek stuff, forget it. Watch The Expanse. It's freaking amazing. Cool. 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 Well, I think that's going to do it for this two-week period, but we are going to be back in a couple of weeks where uh, uh, we're, we're going to try to get some podcasts in the can, folks, as best we can. So Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk to you soon. In the meantime, go go to uh, 
microbrewedreviews.blogspot.com for the Hubris Wing content you Coming know up you next, crave. I married a monster from outer space. <laughs> and man, can she cook. Anyway, all right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. listening to the atomic weight of cheese where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema you can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com follow us on twitter at awoc podcast see us on facebook at facebook.com slash atomic weight of cheese or shoot us an email at atomic weight of cheese at gmail.com we love your feedback